One, two, three, four. Just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. Yeah, listen to some good old country records on the radio. Hell, yeah, what else can I say? Welcome back to the program. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Dave Callens. What's up? And Robert Timothy on the soundboard. Woohoo! So, guys, I'm going to start off this episode by asking you a very candid question. Have you ever felt too intimidated to stand up to someone who was acting wrong because they were part of a marginalized group and you didn't want to be called racist or homophobic or something like this? I was going to criticize you for showing up late, but I didn't want to offend the raspy contingent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me give you a perfect example. All right, so when I used to uh, work in the healthcare field and I'd run uh, medical clinics, I ran a uh, clinic over like an ear, nose, and throat place, and um, at least once or twice a week, there'd be a guy in the waiting room with other patients listening to their phone or iPad at full volume with no headphones, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is a completely different rant. Uh, that's a whole other episode. Yep. Yeah. Fucking turn your goddamn shit down. No one needs it. And by the way, this also goes for the guy that brings a speaker to the beach or a pool area. No one has ever said, oh, sweet, I was hoping I'd be forced to listen to someone else's shitty taste in music. At least at the beach or like at the pool area, you're there to party and have a good time. Ah. So if somebody's playing party music, you're like, fine. But if you're at the doctor's office, you're like, Excuse me, could you please turn down the DMX? My son is here for chemo. Right, like, <laughs> even at the beach. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm there to relax, not listen to fucking uh, Drake. So when this would happen, every time I'd have to go up to the person as the manager and be like, hey, listen, I'm sorry, you're going to need to turn that down or find some headphones. And to, to be fair, 85% of the time, they go, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, occasionally you'd get an asshole who goes, what? It's not even that loud. And, I'd go, yeah. and then in that case, I'd have to go, you need to turn off or go out or, or leave. Yeah. And, and, and that would always be the end of it. However, <laughs> if that person ever happened to be a person of color, uh-huh. or especially a black man, <laughs> yes. because Mexicans, I have no... Irish is the same as Mexican, okay? Sure, yeah. It's the same culture. <laughs> yeah. Same culture. Uh, but if it was a black guy... I would never confront that yeah. because if there was even a 1% chance, which there absolutely was, of him going, why? Because I'm black? Yep. Oh, oh, go tell me to shut up now. <laughs> White man wants me to turn up. At that point, he'd be asking me to sit in the back of the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> if you did that, he'd be almost as offended as if he just heard your impression of a black guy. <laughs> that was my impression of an Asian man. <laughs> you got too many R's in there. <laughs> I know, and, and if that would ever happen, if it, it, it never did because I never confronted a black man because I'm I'm white and afraid of everything. But um, if that would ever happen. I would have started stammering and backpedaling. Oh, uh, 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 and I would have ended up going. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so sorry. Please continue to listen to this extremely profane right. rap song <laughs> in front of all these children and old people. I am so very sorry. I want to see how far we can push this, Dave. Like, can we go into Ryan's lobby as Oh, the you one- want to put on blackface? No, do this? N- not yet, though. That's an interesting idea. We <laughs> can play around yet, with that. He says. Not, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Jesus. Only in emergency situations. No, but what if we went into Ryan's place of work, got into the lobby, and played Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech very loudly? Now, we are white, so theoretically he could come talk to us. I don't us. work there anymore, <laughs> dumb fuck. <laughs> All right, we get a DeLorean <laughs> with a time machine. Anyway. No, Bobby's going to have such an elaborate thing about this. He's going to somehow get Ryan rehired yeah. to that old place. <laughs> just so, I can just so we can do this. Yeah, so anyways, that in mind, I had an incident a few nights ago. <laughs> oh, God. My wife's doing a photo shoot at the house. She's behind the camera. Uh-huh. We have a model over. Towards the end of the shoot, 
they realize they're missing a prop. The model for one of her ideas needs a popsicle. I'll let your imagination just okay. run wild of sure. why she needs a popsicle. Sure. She needed a popsicle. So I went, all right, just, you know, everyone's naked. So I'm like, I'm, I'm the only one clothed. So I'm like, I will go to the store and get you a popsicle. <laughs> I like put my pants on and I, go to the store. I like how Ryan is the DD of a naked photo shoot. Like, I'm the one with clothes. <laughs> I guess I'll go. <laughs> at, the, a dress. at the end of every one of those shoots, it's just the person with the most clothes who has to drive home. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real weird Russian roulette. <laughs> so um, I, uh, I'm like, I'll go get some. So um, I go to the first place nearest to our house. It's closed. It's a late night. Long story short, I, I, I end up at the third store. Now I really want to get this fucking popsicle and go home. I grab like a $3.99 box of popsicles. It's in an Albertsons. There's almost no one in there. There's only one register open for that reason. I go and I am behind a very, very large trans person, trans woman. Mm -hmm. Not passable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me just say that. Let me paint a picture. Cookie Monster, sweatpants, the whole thing. Okay. So she's getting a lot of stuff. She finishes her, her, her purchase, fills up a basket, and keep in mind, I only have one thing. And uh, she stops and starts to audit her receipt. Now, let me just tell you, I, do, I, I, I really don't like two people at the grocery store line. Number one, the guy thinks he's at a Turkish bazaar can haggle for his <laughs> items. You see that guy? Like, well, hold on now. That should only be, you know, I don't like that guy. And I don't like the audit the receipt person. Like, yeah. Goes through every line, does not step out of line. Right. Yo, yeah, but, that's but fucking obnoxious. I'm just going to sit here and make sure that you did your due diligence on all 67 of my yeah. purchases. Yeah. And they always find something. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, these, these were only 37 cents. You charged me 40 cents. Yeah. <laughs> I have a coupon. Anyways. Did you say coupon? Yeah. That's okay. how I say it. <laughs> I, always, I also say croutons on my salad. <laughs> that's right. I don't live by your fucking rules, Dave. Not my rules. <laughs> <laughs> you miss Ryan's short-lived TGIF sitcom hanging with Mr. Coopin. <laughs> now, um, this person, this large trans lady, finds something. She goes, did you give me my rewards points? And he goes, um, we don't do like a, a club card anymore. It's just automatic savings on all our prices. Yeah. By the way, no, it's not. That fucking store is wildly expensive. Uh, she goes, But they don't have the club card. So <laughs> they don't have the, the club the card. Cash you out a valid point. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, you, you didn't fuck up. There's no there's no club card. But I guess they do have like you can you can collect points towards a, a one cent discount on gas. The, whatever oh, reward yeah. system they have going on yeah. there, it's wildly not worth it. You know, yeah. I, I've, I've looked into it like, hey, if you if you spend ten thousand dollars, you get a free pot. Or yeah, something. yeah. It's always something that they're trying to get rid of. They're like, if you spend over ten thousand dollars in this store, you'll get a DVD copy yeah. of Homeward Bound from the nineteen nineties. <laughs> yeah, you will get you get ten cents off any place that already overcharges for gas. <laughs> This translator, she stops. He goes, uh, uh, "What about my rewards points?" Like, "Oh, you already got the discount." She goes, "No, my rewards points." He's like, "Oh, right. We we have to unring up all your items, then ring them up." She goes, "I'm fine with that." Wow. At which point, I just went, "Oh, fucking come on!" <laughs> you're, you're, and she turns and goes, uh, "Mind your business." And I went, "Ah." This is my business. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love that Ryan's getting into this because I would be the type of person who goes, oh, come on, in my head and no, not no. out loud. I'm on Ryan's team. Usually I would have said I it am. out loud. I'm not saying sure. that it's a bad th I think it's good that he said it. I'm just saying my personal self in line would have been like, oh, God. Like, I would have wanted to say something out loud, but I would have just said it in my head. Now, usually I do. 
but I'd been drinking. <laughs> right? So, like, the minute... Again, he was only the clothed driver, <laughs> not the sober <laughs> driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should not have been on the road. Yeah. But, uh, the minute I blurted out, oh, come on! I went, oh, no. <laughs> well, because in my head, I'm doing some math. I'm like, this can, this person could lay the anti-trans yes. thing on me at any moment. Yep. I am just asking for it. <laughs> yep. But she's like, mind your business. And I, and I should have just gone, okay. But I went, um, this is my business. You're holding me up with your fucking bullshit discount bullshit. Again, my brain went, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? His brain, his brain is doing the same thing that it did when we were all 10 years old and we told the, the guy who was two grades higher and 30 pounds bigger to fuck off and your brain's like, no, no, don't say that. You're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm doing that, but I'm going to get my ass kicked like uh, you know, verbally. Yes, yeah. You know, <laughs> Society-wise, someone's going to turn on a phone. You're going to get shamed. Right, and remember that you just said there. <laughs> and, so uh, anyways, we start getting into it and the cashier goes, come on, guys, guys, come on. And, the, and she turns around and goes, guys? And I went, oh, thank God. Yeah, I was going to say, right in Ryan's head when he saw that. that yes. That's, that's the equivalent that out. of growing up in the deep south in like the 1980s. And you're like a black kid. You're about to get beat up. And you're like, look, a gay guy. And they all rush over there. Like, that was Ryan's version. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost leaned into it too. Like, Shame. Yeah. <laughs> in 2020. Now you and the trans woman team up against the yeah. cat. Right, right, right. She's like, I'm sorry, guys? And, and then, no, he starts stammering. <laughs> I just got to give him a little, like, you're on your own, buddy. I was worried that was going to happen to me. And now, now this is the point. There's a guy behind me, and he takes out his phone. Oh. And I literally just turned to him and went, don't. <laughs> don't and he's like why I'm like because the world doesn't need another one yeah <laughs> and because he, right when that fucking vi viral video of that trans woman acting a fool at GameStop and yeah. said it's mail uh, right when that went viral I went oh great now every chud that thinks that Graham Allen's cool and shares old memes sure. is going to be every time anything uh, trans related is mentioned. The, the, it's these the puds, new world star. Yeah, these puds are going to have this meme to go. It's ma'am. Oh, fresh reference. Ha ha ha. I just literally went. Just don't do it, man. Yeah, well, not only that, but if that video gets popular, then all of a sudden headlines on CNN.com, like, white supremacist from truck rant video as part of supermarket <laughs> snafu. <laughs> but they know people would have thought it was a setup. They would have thought it was fake. Like, hey, that's the same guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, if you, <laughs> this is a work. If you Google white guy in truck, that guy comes up. <laughs> Apparently, he's something of an entertainer. <laughs> so I just, I just play hey, the guy. Hey, Soapy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Soapy Joe releases a statement uh, that is not representative of our community or our, uh, our organization. Oh, so, um, anyways, I just played with the guy. I'm like, hey, man, the, the, the world doesn't need another one of these videos. And he, it, to his credit, he just nodded his head and put it back in his oh, pocket. Oh, that's great. I'm like, thanks, man. And then someone came over and said, uh, ma'am, I'll take you at this register over here. Oh, nice. And, and, oh, thank God for that saint. And she flipped us both off on her oh, way over to get oh. her one-cent discount on Shell Station. Here's gas. what I would have wanted to do. I don't know if I would have been able to make myself do this, because I would have been, oh, come on. I don't know yeah, if I would have yeah. gone farther than that, though. <laughs> what I would have wanted to do is be like, what's the discount you're getting? A dollar on gas? Here's a fucking dollar. Yeah, Good yeah. night. I've done that, and they get way more mad. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I remember this one time, me and uh, the groupsmeister Meister, we were in uh, CVS, and we had, again, one item to get. And Box the, of popsicles. There was a, there was a, <laughs> 
<laughs> Common thing. <laughs> you like those rocket pops. Um, so um, in that case, never get fudge sickles. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Stop it. There was a there was a couple young, my age. Usually, old people do this, but my age, and they were uh, they had bought some Q-tips. Discovered after they got home, wherever that might be, that they did not receive their twenty-five oh, and cent. And they go back to the store. Yes, they oh had their twenty-five cent coupon honored. And so, and I remember Group saying loud enough so they could hear it, which is why he's my hero. If my time is other so invaluable that I fucking do this, shoot me in the fucking face. Yeah, and there's two of them too. Like they came in a pair. Oh god, That's, yeah. How many hours? Do you, how much did you get paid an hour that this is worthwhile for the both of you? Right. Yeah, so anyway. I'm probably going to get some flack for this, but there's two of them there because it was the girl who wanted to go back. No, you go <laughs> the back. The guy had yeah. to be like, And, and if he okay. says anything, you kick his ass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you, though? Like, have you ever been too afraid to stand up to someone that's part of a marginalized group because you're afraid of what the outcome might be? So this is funny because... Because we're all straight white men. Yeah, right. Exactly. So this happened to me literally this week. Uh, so I had obviously Nerd Night. I've been promoting it for the past month or so. This is me taking over Nerd Night along with the co-producer. So like it this was is a coup. Yeah, it <laughs> went, kind of. Well, she was leaving, and she was basically like, "Nerd Night's over." As in coupon. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying, "Nerd Night's over," and we were like, "Hey, we don't want this thing to end. We'll take it over." So this is like this is my show now, right? So like, I got a lot of responsibility. You got a lot more work to do. We moved the venue to a different venue. I started like it was a tremendous. You don't amount have to pay of- for chairs anymore. Yeah, right? There's a tremendous amount of work to get it off the ground, but it turned out to be a very successful show. We had like 70-some-odd people show up. It was a fantastic show. It worked out really, really well. I was super excited. A lot of things to improve, but in general, this is a great, successful first show. So you leave, and you guys know this, especially – it's one thing if you are – uh, on a show, but Ryan, you especially know this with your, your uh, burning beard stuff, is that it's a different thing when you produce a show. Oh, yeah. When you produce a show, that's your show. And it, if the produ- if the You're responsible for the sum total of how everyone feels at yes. the end of the night. When you're a comic, all you have to worry about is a very small section, your section yes. of the show. And like, If you were on a show that's completely bad, and you're the only one that gets a laugh, you feel ten times yes. better. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man, that was a shitty show, right. and I'm the only one that got laughs. But but if, it, but like, you care the least amount about how you do on stage. Yes. You want everyone to leave there and go. That was a great time. I'm glad I gave that guy money. Yes. yes. When you produce a show, you want it to be successful. It's not about you being funny on stage. It's not about you getting laughs on stage. It's about the audience enjoying their time and yeah. hopefully coming. Like back even if something. Ryan, if you were doing one of your Burning Beard shows and you crushed it and you're set, yeah, everyone else sucked. That's uh, a failure. I yes, they were hate yeah, that. Totally. Devastated. Totally. So that is the. I'm responsible for yeah. all that. So that's the mindset I'm in. And leading up to this, there's a ton of production work. Because again, this isn't just a stand-up show. We have slides. We have a projector. We have a screen that has to get. We shut have up. coupons. Yeah, we have <laughs> coupons. We have trivia going on. We have all this so stuff. We do a grouping for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> We have to have mics that work for people who don't know how to use mics. They're not comics. All, like all this stuff. And so there's a lot of like production work behind it. It took a tremendous amount of work. And when it went off, I was super excited because it was really successful. We packed that room. It was standing room only in the back. And it turned out to be a really, really successful, fiscally profitable show. I come out glowing like you would, you know, if you just put on a great burning beard show. Yeah. And I walk out glowing and like I clean up the area and I'm heading out. And at the end is my partner, my co-producer, is talking with a few of her friends. Now, if you guys remember, a few months ago, I talked about a nerd night that I did where, like, one audience member ruined the entire show because, literally, as I was doing material at the beginning, she just loudly yelled boo from the background. And what was the topic again? 
It was just nothing. It was nothing offensive. Oh, it was wait, like. Didn't you say like? Uh, uh, wait, no, that was Owen Benjamin. Yeah. Racist didn't racist. <laughs> I think it was a race, racial joke, but it was a joke against racism. But she heard the word race and was like, "Boo!" Oh, boo, boo. Whoa, whoa. maybe she's pro-racism. Yeah. She doesn't like you taking it down. <laughs> she's a woman of color, so I have a feeling that was not it. Uh, but she was just being an asshole. Like that's it. She was just yeah. being an asshole, and like yeah. one of those like, "I don't care what's going on. I don't care how much work somebody else put into something. I'm unhappy. I'm gonna bitch right now." So that's what she did, and I was like, "Fuck." It, fuck her, screw that thing. Yeah, I paid $4. I have the right to ruin this whole thing. She showed up to this show. By the way, showed up so late that I didn't even charge her, and I know she's a friend of my co-producer, and so I didn't even charge her. Let whoa, her whoa, in whoa, for whoa. free. She's a friend? Yes, of the co-producer. Of the- yes. I'm more upset now. Yeah, yes, I am 100%. Too. I am too. No, well, wait till the end of this. So like, I'm done cleaning up. I clean up the entire Ken Club. I'm glowing. I'm floating so on the cloud. So this is done. The show's over. Yeah, show's okay. over. It went fantastically. We the, Literally. Oh, wait, let me guess. She got there late, so she walks up. She's like, hey, I meant to boo your opening remarks, <laughs> but I wasn't here in time. So let me just do it now, preemptively. Uh, no, so like, literally. The also, only pro- someone honor my coupon for gray poop and booster. <laughs> the only problem was that we didn't have enough seating. for Like, we have to get more more room for people. That was the, the biggest problem. It's a great problem to have for a show. So I leave that place floating on cloud nine get all my stuff in the in the car now my co-producer along with one of the speakers who's a friend of theirs had like a death in their like local friend group or somebody was on their way they're dying of cancer or something so i went to go say like hey thanks for showing up <laughs> you will say they were on their way out they're on their way out yeah i was like <laughs> who cares I, I went to go and say like hey thanks for showing up thanks for doing all this even though you have this really hard time and just thank you so much for making this such a good show and i went in and i'm talking to them and it's my co-producer across from me she's obviously ecstatic that the show went so well the lead speaker i.e. like the headliner who's to the left of me he's really excited that the show went well and to the right is Miss Boo <laughs> when I walk up to say to them hey thank you so much for who's com- Boo is she? <laughs> <laughs> someone really fucking unlucky <laughs> when I walk up to say like hey thank you so much for coming out here and, and I'm really sorry about your friend and all that stuff literally does this I've never had this happen to me I come up there's three people I make eye contact like hey how you doing hey and when I went to make eye contact with her she looks up at the ceiling ooh turns her like purposely closes her mouth like like purses it closed and I'm just talking to somebody who's looking away from me and now I'm confused what do I do I'm like okay oh you say something so I turn back to the speaker guy and I'm like you know, thank- <laughs> Bobby says guys <laughs> <laughs> I turn back to the speaker guy and I'm like uh, well, anyway, thank you so much, and sorry about that stuff going on. It really means a lot that you came out and performed even under all that things. He's like, yeah, this was great. I really appreciate it. I would love to come back. I have another talk in me. I'd really love to do this. And I'm talking to my co-producer. The entire time, this is like a six-minute conversation. She is standing there. Boo lady is standing there. She's just there, craning her neck with her head degree angle. to the sky, like looking in the opposite. visibly ignoring you, it letting was, everyone know that she is like ignoring you. It was like dealing with a mentally disabled five-year-old. It was so fucking frustrating, <laughs> and I wanted to scream at her, bitch, what's your problem? Like, I've never done shit to you. I'm not sure why you think it's okay to be an asshole, but it's not. And if you don't like me, then don't fucking show up to another one of these shows. Like, yeah. I want to yell at her, but I have the exact same right thing th- right there. I was like, this is a large woman of color. Maybe we're going to get pissed. Like there is no winning in this. It doesn't matter if she just started sucker punching people with a with like her keys in her hand. There is no winning in this. It didn't help that Bobby said, "Think of me as the plantation man." (laughs) (laughs) This is my show. Yeah, right. And so I I got into this place where it's like, what do I do? How do I even end this conversation in a way that's not weird? And there is no way. There's no way when one third of the people you are talking to is looking at the ceiling as you're trying to have a sincere conversation. Maybe it's because of where I'm at on the spectrum, but I don't see a problem with this. (laughs) I really don't. If she's ignoring you and you're talking to other people, who gives yeah, a yeah. shit? Um, it's the p- 
principal. I'm now, a Bobby. It's not just that. It's you more, are sliding me to my face. If you were in a thing where I would just came up and started talking to you guys and somebody walked away, no problem. This person is remaining in the conversation. This is a small conversation with four people in it. We're all facing each other except for one person whose body is in the right place but is looking off to the sky. Bobby, I've had this happen. I've had this happen. I've approached a group of friends. One clearly didn't like me, and I knew that. Uh-huh. So what I do, they're, if they're going to make a point that I'm not listening and they're rolling their eyes, hey, yeah. I move into the circle and I box them out. Yeah. Oh, that's put, a good way. I put my back right to them. That, I box yeah. them right out of that circle. You are no longer part of the group. That's fucking brilliant, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, a great, great one. Move. took me yeah. years to come up I mean, with that in perfect. I might have to do that next time. But my other thing is, I'm wondering, I'm like, I oh, would Next home. time, she's going to have something else for you. Oh, totally. First she booed, now she... She's going to start blowing up a balloon. <laughs> I, I drove She's going to sit in the back with a blowgun. Just... <laughs> How you like it, Cracker? <laughs> well, I realized I drove home super pissed, and I'm like, why am I letting this one bitch get to me? Like, this is a garbage human being. This is just a bad person with a bad personality who's super entitled and whatever else is going on with her, right? This is a bad person. Why am I letting a bad person's opinion of something that objectively went incredibly well bother me, right? And so I had to get into one of those things that's like, I think it's because I can't fire back. Like, I think the thing that angers me about that, like if some random comedian had done that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck is up with you? Or something like that. And the fact that you don't have the ability because you're like, all right, I'm I can't even challenge her to a boxing match. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the weight classes, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, fuck, I feel like that's the issue. It's like, I was driving home infuriated about a stupid person doing a stupid thing, but it's only because you have no recourse. <laughs> he sees a homeless guy pushing a, 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 a cart of cans. He just weaves and hits it. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's going to run the next Nerd Night in blackface just so that he will be able to. Well, I wanted, Ted dancing night. <laughs> I wanted to pull something off where, like, do you guys remember my whole story about the county office where the woman was treating me badly because yeah. she thought I was flirting yeah. with her, so I told her I was gay? So you can tell her you're black? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind of. When I was kind no, of. Whatever you're about to say, don't do it. <laughs> Hey, man, it's I me, Caribbean Bobby. Totally do this. <laughs> it involves dressing up like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> now I can beat you without any consequences. <laughs> God. One of the most racist oh, episodes we've ever done. There's, there's nothing racist about that. There's a fact that if you're black, you get beat up more by cops. It'd actually be racist to deny that fact. All right. Which is what I would tell Miss Boo Lady if she was booing during that joke. Right, nerd, li- nerd lives matter. <laughs> no, but I was going with that is... What I should do next time is if she does that, turn around and just, you know, say loudly to my co-producer or somebody like that, it's okay. I'm used to people treating gays like me this way. And then oh, walk out. Right. And then from then on, that she has to be like, no, 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 I wasn't. No. And, you know, like. It's not what her reaction would be. No. She would not give a shit. The type of like, no, no, faggot. No. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what would happen. No. Yeah, she'd no. lean into it. No. No, she'd no. You guys are. into it and say that faggot was racist. <laughs> you guys are wrong because you don't know the community that they're in. They're in a very, like, we are incredibly sensitive to minorities type community and yeah, so she is not have you uh, listened to yourself describe uh, this woman still still it would All right, put, well then do it next time she's that, in the audience stop what you're doing yes be like that woman is a homophobe <laughs> yeah and then have the spotlight move over to yeah. the crowd like Wayne Newton's calling someone out of the audience. Now, I do like the idea of publicly calling her a homophobe in some kind of yes. fashion. Yes. I, I do enjoy that. And maybe next time I get a boo, I will work that in. Maybe I will set up a joke that, that So I, you're just going to use the gay community. Yes. Are you saying boo? Are you saying boo, I hate homos? <laughs> <laughs> no, I set up a joke that makes it seem like it's a racial thing. She's already 
she's a quick trigger on that boo when it comes to me. She shoots off a boo, and then I go, despite all the homophobes in the audience, let's proceed with this joke. Bobby, I, I respect your ability to, to extract vigilante justice uh-huh. in all situations. I am convinced this woman is two steps ahead of you. Whatever you think you're going to pull on her, it's going to backfire on you. That's why I, I got my money on it. <laughs> okay. Backfiring on you. Oh, now that you're talking, Bobby, I should have told that trans woman I am a trans man. Yes. Well, that, <laughs> I, I was not born this way. You know, I was going to say halfway through your conversation, I thought that would be a great rebuttal when she goes, excuse me, mind your own business. And then you yell back something like, this is my business, bitch. And then she yells something about trans. And you're like, I'm a trans man as well. And you know what I do? I get the fuck out of line when I'm done buying stuff. And you're a disgrace to our community. And get the I, fuck out of here. And then I drop my pants. I got tucked behind me like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, goodbye, I, horses. I almost, and meanwhile, there's some cashier going like, they have done something right with hormones. If that <laughs> I almost played that card the other day. I was flying back from Florida. A friend of mine bought the ticket uh-huh. for me to fly me back. And when I got to TSA, I showed my ID. Apparently, and dropped your pants. <laughs> apparently, the guy who bought me the ticket marked me as a female. Oh, so they put my ID in. Take a prank. The TSA that woman. That's a good prank. The TSA woman was like. Uh, what's your flight number? I'm like, I don't know. I got to look it up. She's like, oh, what's your name? I'm like, David Callen. She's like, oh, who bought the ticket? I'm like, a friend of mine. She's like, well, he marked you as a female. You have to go back to the ticket office. And I wanted to be like, <gasps> maybe I am a female. Yes. Yeah, this would save but you I, a lot of this time. This is the TSA. I didn't want to get into some big thing where they take me into a back yeah, room and all gonna... that bullshit. So I'm like, fine, <laughs> I'll walk back to the fucking ticket office. Yeah, don't come fuck back around here. with the TSA. You can fuck around right. with the cashier at Albertsons. It not took like TSA. 15 minutes. Not bad. It was a pain in the ass, but it wasn't bad. When I got back, I wanted to be like, hey, it's me. I'm not a female anymore. But she had been gone. She uh, switched with someone else. I'm like, fuck, I don't even get my little jab it, at her. Dang it. I'm saying it anyway. Hey, random dude, I'm not a female anymore. Like, good for you, buddy. So, uh, moving on. The college admission scandal with uh, with Aunt Becky from mm-hmm. uh, Full House and yeah. all them and uh, William H. Macy's wife. I don't know any other claim to fame besides that. Uh, something came out uh, because one of them already went to jail for like a week. She went to a white collar prison and probably did push-ups. But the uh, the girl that played Aunt Becky, Lori Longham or something like that, okay. it comes out that she has hired a prison consultant. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. To help her uh, acclimate to jail, which she it's pretty clear she's going to go for at least a couple of days, probably. Was that her very own correspondent, uh, Big Frog? Well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, even, I even messaged him, like, dude, this could be a good job for you. <laughs> oh, totally. Uh, but Big Frog would have, like, really bad advice for Lori, whatever her name is. Like, she's going to no. a white-collar prison for women. He went to a cholo prison <laughs> for criminals. But he knows all like, that shit. Yeah. I'm just thinking, what's that commercial like? like Welcome to Little Joker's uh, Prison Consultant. <laughs> Impress your friends with your knowledge of building shanks. I'll answer all your important questions. Oh, my God. First day of school, the teacher walks in, just randomly beats the shit out of one student. He's like, that's your first lesson. You pick the strongest one, and you beat him up. Yeah. You ever feel bad for the biggest guy in prison? Like, every day. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about gentle giants? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm just thinking about what, what they teach in there. Just fucking, like, learn the important questions. Like, like when to give up your fruit cup. And yeah. what gang do I join if I'm not Latino, black, or white? <laughs> if you're Persian, it's Latino gang. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone leaves with my free recipe book of uh, ramen recipes. <laughs> Absolutely free. And toilet wine. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just love like a like like a uh, like an infomercial. Some guys getting raped in the shower. Don't let this be you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I well, the other thing is, it's not a bad move actually, because you got to think like these people have no idea what is awaiting for them, even in a white collar prison. Like this is just a very privileged life that millionaires lead, and so you probably should have somebody fucking do like you get a person at Bed Bath and Beyond when you get a wedding registry to take you around and point out what things you should put <laughs> on your fucking registry. You should have somebody to, to point you around prison. Right, but here's the thing. Uh, think about in comedy. We all hate bringers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking can't stand them. Sure. Shit like that. This, I feel like if word gets out to the prison she's going to that she got a consultant, mm-hmm. it's going to make them hate her more. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, oh, this bitch thinks she can fucking come in. I just feel like it's going to make her more of a target. Well, first of all, a lot of people are already saying, like, she's not going to a maximum security prison. Right. She's going to a place with uh, where there's going to be very little violence. Meh, hold on. Let me flip that on you, though. So, oh, you'd know. So maximum security <laughs> prison to us is actually probably a smaller leap than minimum security prison to a millionaire. Oh, okay. I understand that. But like, saying- if you think about it, if it would make sense for one of us to get some kind of training before we went into maximum security prison, it would probably make sense for a millionaire to get that before they- that. That difference is probably bigger. Well, that's the whole thing. Is like, is like, uh, when it first came out, they're like, "There's someone teaching your martial arts uh-huh. and like how to make weapons." <laughs> out of oh, you know that martial art you learn in a week? Uh, right. <laughs> He's gonna come back and join the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> I want you, Nunez! <laughs> or the Crips. <laughs> you guys, I'm torn on this, by the way, because I think it, it's fucking, it's ridiculous what they did, paying all this money to get their kids mm-hmm. special treatment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But is it a jailable offense? That you know, is, like, that is a weird one. To, yeah, I want fraud. them to face punishment, but I feel like it should fraud be punishment. Like, right, but should they go to jail for it, or should mm. they be financially penalized and take that money and use that to like That's help a good other point. people who I, need education? I don't think them being... What does sending them to jail do? Yeah, the idea is that you would, you would warn other people, and so like... Like, eh, but you're right. I think it'd be better for society instead of for us to spend whatever it is, 90 grand a year to keep one of these rich ladies in prison, have them pay a $3 million fine. Yeah. That has to Put go to, into scholarships that has to go to all the kids who yeah. couldn't go to yes, the university exactly. her kid got her way bought into. Exactly. Yeah, but at the same time, money isn't anything to these people. All right, going to jail for a week yeah. is something. They're, they're taking out of their cushy layer. They're sure. like, I had to wear underwear that's been worn by other people. Uh, three million. They would gladly play three okay, million dollars. Let's split the difference. We take their money and use it to help underprivileged people. Uh-huh. But then all the people they are have to wear the use that money. No, all the people using that money get a one-on-one with her, where okay. she has to explain like why she kept them out of the school system by bribing her daughter's way in or whatever. I just think you raise it because Ryan, you're right. There are probably a lot of uh, very famous people who would be like three million. I don't care. But you you just make it a percentage. You go. You can do. Two months in jail, or we take 90% of your money. Oh. That- now you got a choice. Now you got something you got to think about. Yeah, yeah. Dave, before we go, uh, you were uh, you, you did a little cross-country tour, and uh, I, I saw one of the hotels you stayed in. Oh, yeah, right, okay. We've talked about sketchy hotels Well, we you and I in. have stayed yeah. in a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. talked about it on the show. This one, it wasn't so much, well, it was a little sketchy, but it was also more frustrating. So I was driving a U-Haul from a storage locker from here to Florida for a friend of mine who's he's been in Florida a while, finally wanted all this shit back, mm-hmm. and he was going to fly me back. So I was just driving across you know, Texas, all that shit. I get to Louisiana, and he'd been setting up hotel rooms for me every night. He would text me the address. I would go and check in. Cool. Mm-hmm. So just outside New Orleans, not a great part of town. It's like right off the freeway somewhere. So I put the address on my phone, and I go, and I can't find it. And I'm driving around, and it's like on a service drive. It's like mm-hmm. 10020 service drive. So I put it in the phone again, and it takes me to this abandoned furniture store. I'm like, what the? It's like night at night. I'm like, what the fuck? So I call the hotel. 
I'm like, hey, I'm having trouble finding you. Where are you at? And the woman's like, oh, the address is 120 service drive. And I'm in my head. I'm like, does she mean 120 or 100 and then 20? Because mm-hmm. it says, so I'm like, okay, is that 120? And she's like, 120 service drive. And I'm like, okay, wait, but is that 120? And she says, 10200. And I'm like, that's neither yes, no, of the no. options. That's 10. Hang on. <laughs> that's what not are, how numbers work. What are you near? Yeah. She's like, Popeye's chicken. I'm like, of course you are. Okay, I saw that <laughs> around the corner. Let me head over there. So I drive by. Go buy Popeye's chicken. Go buy one of those public self-storage places. Don't see it. Go down like half a mile. I'm like, this is too far. Turn back around. And I see in the grass, like foot-high grass, a tiny little sign says quality in. I'm like, oh, here it is. Oh, my God. They're called quality? They had a giant sign that was not working. It was just pitch black. Uh. Like a black sign. Nothing. So, And this hotel, it's like the lobby's on the street. The hotel is all off the street, like a block. And it's a big square with a pool in the middle. Yeah. And there's a big field next Filled to the rocks, probably. So I, I go into the lobby. I'm like, hey, I'm here for the room, whatever. She's like, okay, here you go. She sees my truck. She's like, oh, you can just park your truck on the grass right there. I'm like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking park in a field when you can have parking <laughs> right. spots and no one's here. I can take up all these spaces. Yeah, I'll just go get bit by a rattlesnake. Right. Sounds good. So then every every hotel I've been to on this trip, they're like, oh, your room is down here. Go this way. Turn here. That's room. So she gives me the camera. I'm like, where's the room? She's like, over there. And just gestures towards the entire hotel. <laughs> So I head over that way, and it's like a big square, like I said. So I'm going around. Of course, I'm going the direction Wrong that where it's yeah. the exact last one I can possibly yeah. be in. So I park the truck. I get out. It's like 9.30 now. Uh, I'm on the passenger side just getting through my, getting my possessions. Does the room open into the parking lot? Or, or, or yes. The, okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. So a guy approaches me. He's like, hey, man, you got a lighter? I'm like, nah, sorry, I don't have one. I had I used to have a lighter on me. One of my friends stole it. Explaining yourself? Why? Uh, yeah. Just being social. Meanwhile, yeah. He goes, the guy, hey, guys, like, hey, you got a lighter? Fast forward 15 minutes. And then the guy left without me knowing that he had it in his pocket. And I thought I was going to buy another one, which I did, but. And that was see, see, that was 1992. 1993, <laughs> I did wear shoes. Dude, Dave just gave me a great idea on how to keep people from asking me for a lighter. <laughs> so the guy's like, I can't believe you don't have a lighter in that big ass truck. And I'm like. I don't Whoa. know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're in, we're next to the pool, by the way. Pool's in the middle of this square. So like Dave jumps in the pool. Like there's no base. Like lighters accumulate to vehicles of size. The like, guy walks over to the fence of the pool and just starts taking a piss. Into the pool? No, no, just on the fence. Like, we're wow. in the fucking middle of this parking lot. He just starts taking a piss. What state is this in? Louisiana. Okay. Oh, there yeah, it is. Yeah, like I said, not a great part of yeah, town yeah, outside sure. New Orleans. Yeah. So I walk over to the room. I open the door. I turn the light on, no light. I'm like, fuck. So I flip the switch. Oh, I'm just like, like our hotel room in Phoenix. So I go to the lamps next to the bed. I press a button. doesn't work. Doesn't. I'm like, fuck. So I walk over to the bathroom. That light works. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So I and the guys the, in there are already taking a pee? <laughs> flip the switch a few more times. Nothing. I walk back to the desk, which is right around the corner, like the closest room to the desk. I'm like, hey, the lights don't work. She's like, oh, you got to flip the main switch right by that. I'm like, yep, did that. Doesn't work. She's like, oh. Well, try doing that. Nope, nope, did that. Well, I guess you're shit out of luck. Well, I'll come over and take a look. I'm like, well, you can just give me another room. So, no, I'll take a look. So, if I walk back over, she drives over (laughs) 50 feet. She drives over, (laughs) flips the switch. She's a a large woman. Oh, yeah. I do. Big woman. Flips the switch. Huh, that's weird. I'm like, yep, like I told you, tries the other ones. Huh, those don't work. I'm like, yeah, just like I said, can I get a new room? She's like, well, I don't know why this is happening. I don't either. Can I get a new room? (laughs) So, she gives me a room like a few doors down. I walk over there. Who peed on this fence? First thing I walk in, the digital clock I notice doesn't work. It's got a readout that looks like the Predator's armband when you're setting yourself the truck. <laughs> yes, exactly. So then next thing I notice is the bathroom door has a fist-sized, poorly patched hole. <laughs> Someone punched through this door I'm recently. I'm going to need a third room. Yeah. So I'm, I, I open the soap. I was going to take a shower. I open It's sealed in a plastic bag. I open it. I'm like, 
there's no way this soap was not used before. The way it smoothed off and the logo was like worn down. I'm like, fuck off. I'm not using this bullshit. Oh, wow. And by now, I can hear my neighbors on the other side of me. Fucking. An older couple, much, much worse, <laughs> alternating between yelling at each other and yelling at their crying infant. Oh. All fucking night. Oh. At one point, I heard the woman be like, you an annoying ass baby. Lay down and go to sleep with your ass. <laughs> and oh the kid God. starts crying louder. God, the Asians. All fucking <laughs> night, dude. All night. Dude, for, oh, who screams at a baby? I was going to say, yes. say, as somebody who has like a has had a baby now as a toddler, uh, you want to know how you don't get them to be quiet? <laughs> screaming in their faces. <laughs> you know what doesn't comfort a crying child? Is a parent calling them a motherfucker really yes. loud. No, you need to accuse that baby that they're only crying because they're transphobic. Yeah. That'll shame them into being quiet. That's only if it's a white baby, right? White as we just discussed, it was an Asian white one. White babies only. I was honestly terrified that someone was going to hit someone because I had have to go over. Yeah, yeah. Yo, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. This is not cool. <laughs> hey, baby, stop hitting these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself, baby? Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> hey, if you guys are hitting that baby, I want to turn. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking, what do you think are the best calls that that Louisiana motel gets to the front desk at 2 a.m. on now. Oh hey, hey, there's some drunk baby out here. He's making a fucking mess out here. Hey, some white boy claims he don't have a lighter. I know he's lying. <laughs> one of my favorite things, there's so many good parts about this trip, but one of my favorite things about this hotel, you know, when you go to a hotel, you check in late at night, and in the morning, it's a different staff. You yeah, check yeah. out with them. Same woman. Oh, the next wow. Morning, same fucking woman. Dogged. Like, she's got to be the only one here. Yeah. Like, this is her hotel. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's a uh, Jack from The Shining just fucking going she's crazy. She's a ghost. She's yeah. just like the only one here now. It's just Dave, her. the reason that sign doesn't work is that closed, the hotel's yeah. been closed for 20 <laughs> years. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Great stay. Loved it. Five stars. <laughs> uh, Dave, while you were suffering across the country, I did this thing where I went back to to go do like city monitoring where there's a construction crew working. Usually they're doing underground power lines like they're doing now and I have to watch them and see if they hit any archaeological sites. And I've been doing a lot of field work, like archaeological field work. I used to do a lot of monitoring and I forgot that like if you work on a construction site, that's the one of the few places on earth where we've retained workplace hazing. Like almost everywhere else, <laughs> workplace hazing is now forbidden. You have HR reps that will come yeah. in if you so much as call somebody the new guy for too long. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah. construction sites are like almost like the Marines. Dude, like, it is. It is it's the it's, Wild West. It's, yeah. It is absolutely the Sexually Wild West. Sexually harassing women yeah. is just part of it. I'll tell you, actually, that and is it's just accepted. Like, oh, construction sites. Believe right? it or not, that actually doesn't happen that much anymore because they get really? kicked out. So, like, I'm working in La Jolla right now, and actually, a really funny thing is watching all these very rich La Jolla women walk back. Back and forth across the construction site at first, like very guarded, like oh, what if they say something? And then kind of like, hey, why didn't they say anything? And yeah, then now like getting mad, like, come on, dude, look at this ass. I swear to God, between the first when I first started going there, we, we made it to this street, and by the end of this week, the women totally dressed up. They like they went from <laughs> I'm going jogging in my raggedy Lululemons, you can barely see it, to like they did their makeup before they went out for the so job. So what you're Ooh. saying is they are asking for they're it. They're totally oh, asking. Okay. We no, should, but we should probably, if any of us get up for a role on Saturday Night Live, yeah. let's just delete this, this whole this, episode. This, this episode and the nickel episode. I go there and it's a normal thing. You, you, the crew has been working for a while, so they all know each other. I'm kind of the new guy, and I forgot. Well, here, in my head, I'm already picturing, like you said, hazing yeah. is a thing. Yeah. But making it worse, you're the new guy. Yep. Making it double worse. I'm picturing monitoring as you standing there with a the clipboard, yes. like some goddamn oh, yeah. just checking oh, things off. Oh, and they off. hate you. You're, you're, oh, yeah. You're making double their salary and you are doing no work. And yeah. like, I hate doing it. I'd rather go do archaeology, but this is where they're sending me this day. So like, I go and do it, 
And I forgot that you get hazed into things. And there was this backhoe operator who's like, I'm sorry, back what? Yeah. <laughs> There's a back self empowerment sales operator. <laughs> and he's like digging this this hole. And I'm supposed to be watching him. So I'm standing over his corner. And they have these things called stabilizers on yes. backhoes. So a backhoe is kind of like, it's got that arm that reaches down. It's like a crane. Yeah, kind of. But it's digging. Uh, a stabilizer are these two little legs that pop yeah. out that hold it down. Now, you got to pop those things up every time you move right. because otherwise it's dragging on the ground, right? Well, this guy was one of those old school dudes. He's like 75. He's got a Vietnam veteran's hat on. He like, doesn't give a fuck about the rules. So he's digging this hole. I am standing back and to the left of him, and there's a wall to my left and a, a, a bunch of like gear and stuff behind me. So I'm just stuck in this little spot. Right. He has his backhoe uh, out, and he has his stabilizers down, and he's digging a hole. And what he keeps doing is inching back, like a foot at a time, with his stabilizers down. That stabilizer pens me in. And essentially now, I'm in a version of the trash compactor from A New Hope. Like, this, <laughs> this stabilizer's coming towards me. I have a wall on, on front of me, gear behind me, so it's just slowly closing now, in and closing just in. just listen to the story. I'm convinced he's doing this intentionally. He's totally doing it intentionally. Yeah. There is no way not to. If you think about it, I'm like three feet away from his glass cab that he's, he, that he's right next right. to me. He's also probably thinking while he's doing this, he's digging the hole to put you in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> so eventually he's coming back and he just rams his stabilizer into me. Like he just backs up. And like if it would have been maybe a foot off, it would have just cut me in half, right? He just, <laughs> really? oh, totally. 100%. And just smashes me. And I was like, bro. And hot dog like, wise or hamburger wise? Ah, <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> oh, wow. And he, I was like, hey, stop, stop. And he's like, ah, ah. And he had this little smirk on his face. Like, I guess I didn't see you there. And he had this like clever little smirk on his face. Like, motherfucker. And I realized, like, I get hazing. I've been through hazing. I'm okay with hazing. Haze me if you want. But you there's almost hazing, fucking and killed homicide. me. Homicide. Yeah. yeah. So then, you almost cut me in half. <laughs> ah, King of Pranks. No. Yeah. No. Not, not, well, no. To prank. me, he almost hit me with the with the stabilizer. To the next guy, he literally almost cut him in half because the very next day I show up, and if you guys ever see when well, they I do, saw half of an archaeologist. <laughs> if you ever see when they do like construction in the middle of the street, they'll cut a trench to lay a pipe down, yep. and then they have these really thick metal plates, so like an inch thick. You've yeah. probably driven you drive over, over them. them all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they'll put like asphalt along the side to make a little ramp. Those things are incredibly heavy. They're like 2,500 pounds each, and they're just metal. So we had a trench open, and we had two of those plates across. And so Bobby cars... heard a soft knocking from underneath one. Help! <laughs> help! <laughs> the dig monitor, help! <laughs> Take a break! <laughs> they had those two plates out. So cars... so cars could drive over it, and one of the workers was down in the trench, like laying this pipe down, and this trench is about three feet deep. The operator, the backhoe operator, just starts pushing these plates at the guy. Because he like, wants to move the plates. He doesn't care that he's in there. They get to about eight inches away from his body. Now, keep in mind, a 2,500-pound steel plate moving at, like, three miles an hour would just cut your body in half. Like, that's oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's just, it is just a, a – and the foreman sees this, goes running up. He's like, stop, stop. Oh, and I'm looking at the guy next to me. I'm like, finally, they're going to kick this motherfucker off the job. He almost killed me yesterday. He's almost killing this guy today. And he's like, hey, just take it easy. And then they walk away. And I was like, this is the only line of work where it's, like, totally routine to almost die on a regular basis. And <laughs> yeah. you don't get in that yeah, much yeah. trouble. I'm just thinking of the construction worker that doesn't understand understand the difference between pranks and crimes? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, one, this one time, this real snobby guy comes on the job site, I pranked him to death with a monkey wrench. <laughs> <laughs> and this one time, we had this bossy lady, I sexually assaulted her. King of pranks. You would be very surprised how many people make it very far in construction while being out and out total sociopath. <laughs> Listen, the reason the foreman can't yell at this dude, kick him off, he's a trans woman. <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, let's call it a week, guys. By the way, uh, uh, anyone got any shows coming up? <laughs> yeah, I got some shows around. Whatever. You know where I'm at.
And if you want to see me do some stand-up uh, this month, uh, January 21st, I'll be at Lestat's in the North Park area of town. Uh, also, my show at Alpine Brewery will be on January 24th. And February 3rd, I am going to be with Joe Sib over at Soda Bar and uh, on El Cajon Boulevard. It's going to be a big show. They're getting their they're du- they're dipping their toes in the comedy at Soda Bar. I'm pretty excited about it. All right, and on the 28th, I will be doing Good Bar in San Diego. So come on, that's out see a great that. show. I've heard. All right, let's call it a week. I'm Ryan for Bobby and Dave saying, see you next week. Cruising with the twos. Are you saying boo? Are you saying boo? I hate homos. <laughs> Motherfucking time is passing